0: the Adam Hey,
1: everybody, welcome. To Conspiracy the Show, I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host, as always, Olivia Hydar. Hey, hello!
2: I'm the co-host this time. Olivia, how's it going? I'm doing well. Can't complain. I I was bitching about it being rainy earlier, but it's actually... I like like having a little rain, especially after living in California for so long.
1: Mm, Hard disagree. I still hate the rain. Hey, also... (laughs) It's a special occasion today, our 200th episode, so joining us as guest co-host, Connor McSpadden is back.
3: What's up? Yeah, this is like the only version I could do of like when Letterman would go on Conan when he started hosting this show and just be a huge dick to him the whole time and (laughs) very disrespectful. Yeah, this I'll be able to kind of get my rocks off in that capacity. I think it should be good. (laughs) Connor, how have you... Go ahead.
1: What were you gonna
3: say? Nothing that funny. I wasn't really f- thrilled with the opening riff I chose in the first
1: place. <laughs> but
3: whatever, Adam. We'll get the ball rolling here eventually.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a lot of there. pressure.
3: You don't get, I don't like a nice intro. I like, hey, this fucking asshole is.
2: <laughs> you know, I think it, I think it worked really well in the flow, and I think I think it's all going great so far.
3: Shut I think the fuck is... up already, would you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, you just this asking is for it. I'm sorry. This is the vibe. Okay, no,
1: it's fine. I get that a lot. Connor really is back. You can tell.
3: <laughs> Guess what? You're Randall Mater now. Great.
1: <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> I don't know if Olivia knows that lore. Vaguely. I hope Vaguely. she doesn't. <laughs>
3: I hope the I hope the new generation of Unpops listeners is past that terrible, terrible incident.
1: It was a dark day, that's for sure. This is a dark, the- dark
3: day that secured a podcast following large enough for me to live in a crack house in Echo Park for several years. So there you go. It was weirdly the one of the biggest moments of my entire career.
1: <laughs> Argue with the results. So I think I already said this is the 200th episode. Or if I didn't yeah. say it, this is the 200th episode. The 100th episode. We didn't realize it happened until after we had recorded the 100th episode. Whoops. And granted, I could have done it like the Beatles in Abbey Road and just gone and recorded something else and been like, no, this is the 100th episode and then sure. put out it. But no, who's got you're not time gonna, for You're
3: that? not going to retcon it. No. Yeah. Go I still ahead. got a lot of like long haul truckers, conspiracy of the show fans. Like, hey man, just really miss hearing your thoughts on Pizzagate. Uh, boy, it would uh, be nice <laughs> if someone that sounded like Alex Jones could talk about all this in the news. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> hope you're all right, man. Uh, just stay away from the tap water. You know the drill. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> they always well, find a way to work their like pet thing into it. Well,
1: good news for those people. There is going to be a chance to talk about Pizzagate today because Woo! not only is this the 200th episode but i looked it up i did i did my own research and it turns out may of 2022 is also the five-year anniversary of this show damn then going a long goddamn time I guess that makes sense it's one of the longest relationships of my life
3: wow yeah we started in 2017
1: Yeah, the first episode came out on May 10th, 2017, so we are just past the five-year anniversary.
3: I think we'll be able to see a little bit with this list you've got here, because this is not like a BuzzFeed, what's going to get the most clicks list. This is a curated a true connoisseurs top 15 i think we'll see just how the overton window of conspiracy has shifted in only that five-year time period oh my god yeah well yeah that's,
1: that's what's so crazy is that we're able to do an episode like this at all because the i mean i'm sure people listening have seen the title by now but we're talking about the 15 craziest conspiracy theories of the last five years and Connor and Olivia can both attest if it comes up in court someday. This was initially twenty right. items, <laughs> and I had to cut it short because that would have taken forever. And even then, before I sent it to them, it was going to be twenty-five. Jesus,
2: and I mean, o- yeah, this could be a and like an ongoing
1: series almost. Of I mean, the best that,
3: that list was packed tighter than a Wayfair dresser full of twelve-year-olds. I mean,
1: <laughs> oh. Why isn't that on the list? Holy oh, shit. I,
3: I thought for sure that was one you cut.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah, to me yeah. The, that, that's, the, that. that's number 26. The Wayfair one only lived for a day or so. Yeah. To me,
3: the, the best stuff coming out lately has been alien related. I take it mostly as pure entertainment, but it is pretty compelling. I don't know if you've done any of the Stephen Greer documentaries on here, but I think those are pretty fucking I think interesting. So.
2: I know we've talked we about Stephen Greer. Did
3: what he's got like a new age angle on the whole alien thing that I think yeah. is is pretty compelling, or at least it's the kind of stuff you. It feels more George Norrie than like the, I'm trying to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just uh, one of these political <laughs> things that's just <laughs> yeah. like exhausting.
2: Yeah, I can say I like. I don't know that we've covered it, but I can say that at least two of his films constantly show up on my recommendeds in Amazon just because we of covered, other things that we've.
1: We covered one of them, but I don't remember who the co-host was. I think it might have been Laura Crawford, but oh, okay, yeah, we I, I know we covered one of his documentaries. We I should cover have to the come rest. back
3: for a, uh, a Greer Super Show because I'd be interested to hear your take on it.
1: Yeah, we could do that. I'd be all for it. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've I've
3: only because he does that these things where you essentially go meditating for aliens. He gets like a group out in the desert. Oh boy! They st- they sit in the circle. They do this like cosmic contact thing. And here's the fucking the weirdest part. Now that sounds like you know what? Well, How uh or However, you know you, you you're a first reaction. No, I want to do it. But he's got a hundred fucking videos of weird goddamn lights in the sky at these events, like all over the world and then it seems like less like a coincidence so it's like one of these things where like there's people that go i first of all i want to see the bumper stickers on those volkswagen golf (laughs) i want to to see that crowd i want to meet these people but also i'm like i want to go fucking try it so yeah it's very very interesting
2: you've actually kind of uncovered a memory that i hadn't really thought about in a while (laughs) because i I worked at a movie theater in, in southern indiana this was 2007 or whatever and One night, an old guy came in like while we were closing. This is like eleven o'clock at night. Old guy comes in, won't stop talking to me about Stephen Greer. I just like it just (laughs) has clicked with me that he was that he talked about Stephen Greer and how he had went and like spent a bunch of time with his like commune group or whatever. And he told me this whole complex story about how they all went up to the top of Mount Shasta. This sounds like them. Yep. Which is in, I think it's in California, and yeah. they meditated, and, like, he was very insistent that they summoned an alien, like, to this place, and he, like, the alien, they've, like, blessed they've, them.
3: They've got pictures of weird apparitions and shit. I mean, yeah. they have, like, a lot of evidence. I mean, what how Gosh. real it is, I, I couldn't tell you, but, yeah, they'll do yeah, that. Yeah, but it's really real. He like here's another one uh, like four or five people, a few people in his crew that were involved in like this disclosure project they were doing, all at the same time, randomly got like heart disease or cancer, like the same kind of cancer. <laughs>
2: oh uh, I cool. know, I've, yeah, I've this guy that, is that, like that...
3: very high on my list of people that, that I want to meet before the CIA murders them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm always down to do an aliens episode. It's I, I always prefer it as a nice break from the ones that all just kind of boil down to. The Jews. And that's I it. I mean,
1: there's some alien conspiracies that. <laughs> but there's down. also some alien <laughs> conspiracies, Jews. unfortunately. Yes. Let's not oh. take that from the aliens. No, I know, there's I a know. Jews.
3: There's a supposed quote from like a Rothschild. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk about aliens and like rich Jews, from, <laughs> in the Stephen Gurd documentary, where the supposed quote from this powerful like super billionaire is that the world must know what it means in blood and treasure to fight a war on another planet. And, you know, when I every time I think the military industrial complex can't think bigger, I hear something like that. And I go, God damn, it's so stupid. I bet by the time I'm 80, my kid will be dying in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's I intense.
2: mean, look, that's a dystopia I'm cool with. Like, it's better than the one we're heading to.
3: A Starship Trooper's dystopia. Yeah, at least yeah, you exactly. get to pick up a laser gun and, you know, pretend right. you're yeah. dying for something.
1: Exactly. Spence, I get Spence to get Nazis. eaten by aliens
2: instead of die slowly of starvation yeah
3: shoot some bugs in alpha centauri iraq
1: yeah space nazis are preferable to ground nazis i don't want ocean (laughs) nazis no that
3: that would be wet nazis is that yeah it's like not like a burrito it's not better wet
1: but but i mean you
2: know that we could also then get sequest dsv out of that deal which would be
1: kind of we already have sequest dsv we do I mean the show. Right. Well, I mean, of course, we have the show. We could have the
2: reality.
3: I've seen some C Lab DSLs on the Rule Thirty Four board on 4chan, but you know that was <laughs> wow. back in the 2010s when that show was still syndicated.
1: All right. Should we get to the list? There's uh, not enough. So. Not
3: enough pattern in the beginning, Adam. We got to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got. We got more.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get into it, Adam.
1: And number fifteen, Seth Rich. This oh, is. God. This was our first episode. Was about yeah. the Seth Rich conspiracy, and it was a bad choice there, <laughs> yeah. I think Did Yeah, we get it, it totally just,
3: wrong. I don't. It's a, a lot of these. I don't really remember where we landed on them.
1: N- no, we didn't get it wrong. It's just that there was never much to it. Seth. It, R- it so sounded
3: epi- like a good story, so it became a story. Like it was. It was a cool right. like novel at the airport, but not really I real mean. kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, because the episode it ended up being about 35 minutes long (laughs) because the crux of this conspiracy is seth rich worked for the dnc and at one point he was killed in what police called a botched robbery Mm -hmm. and because that happened right-wing activist types if that's the word for it jumped on this story and decided that seth rich was actually Murdered by the DNC in retaliation for him having leaked a bunch of DNC emails to WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. which there was never any proof of that. The police claimed to have proof of it being a botched robbery.
3: I do it's weird that they lionized the guy from the opposite side just because he was like dead, and you can kind of put words or actions in their mouth like well, posthumously like that's why they did it <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, but, to, but for them to be like this hero, this like Democrat, right who has secretly the hated them the hero. whole time
1: I did read a thing that said this was discredited in the Mueller report because Russian intelligence was in contact with WikiLeaks before and after Seth Rich's death. And I don't quite understand how that debunks (laughs) the idea that Seth Rich would have been the one to leak these emails. But Well, the
3: idea that they just got it from WikiLeaks directly and not this guy was not an intermediary?
1: Yeah, well, the theory is that he uploaded them to WikiLeaks, Mm -hmm. and then WikiLeaks then passed them on to Russia.
3: Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha.
1: So yeah, I'm, I guess I'm not someone sure. has to
3: give it to WikiLeaks in the first place, and it was right. And it was sad. maybe
2: the idea is that like Russia was talking to WikiLeaks about it before even Rich would have been able to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It does seem like this, this is just one of those classic. Well,
1: we would like for this to be true because right. it would
2: help. Yeah. And, so.
1: and there have been some developments since we recorded the episode about this, mostly that all of the people who pushed this theory have since been successfully sued and have had to. Publicly apologize and retract their statements. So seems like Seth Rich is innocent. Yeah, I think so. And probably still alive somewhere.
2: I think he was innocent to begin <laughs> with. Yeah, now it's he's still alive. I yeah.
3: think he was guilty of working for the DNC. I mean, <laughs> sounds like he,
2: yeah, a cop is still a cop. Yeah, know? yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, he shouldn't have died. Oh, whatever.
3: No. Yeah, no I mean, no not. one should be killed in the street outside their house, but no. Hey. it didn't happen to someone you'd respect, like a sex worker or a <laughs> right. I mean, exactly. Or yeah. Drug dealer, somebody, somebody that adds, contributes right. to the community.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking of cops, number Ugh. fourteen. This is one we did an episode about it because we got our finger on the pulse, but yeah, this didn't really make its way into all of the discussion about. Brianna Taylor yeah. as much as I, I, I would have nev- expected it to.
3: Embarrassed to say I'd never heard this until I just read it right now. Pretty crazy I stuff. I
1: had not heard about it until a listener tweeted it at us. Yeah. I had no idea before that, but they're... I remember the episode. It's like on
3: some this, though. very dystopian selective reporting. I don't even know what you would call an immoral infraction like this. The, you know, the you know not including this piece of evidence and then just using essentially two thirds of it, which could constitute proof, and then ignoring the part which would you know dismantle right. the, the validity of the first two thirds.
1: Yeah, this is a story. We'll link to basically a local Louisville outlet. That reported on it, but in the court documents that Brianna Taylor's family's lawyers filed with the court, they, I guess, imply or their claim in their court documents is that the warrant that was being executed when Brianna Taylor was murdered was obtained not in the name of fighting illegal drugs, which was the claim, but actually because someone was holding up a gentrification project or a redevelopment project, yeah called Vision Russell, which refers to the neighborhood where it was happening. Mm-hmm. The claim is Jamarcus Glover, who is an ex of Brianna Taylor, who she still had just like a passive relationship with. They were still friends. Investigators claim they had seen him leaving her house with a USPS package, and then going directly to a known drug house. And they included that in their request for the warrant. They also included that they checked with the U.S postal service and that they confirmed that he had been receiving packages at her house. So with that they approved the warrant. What they left off of the warrant is that the same agency that confirmed that she was receiving packages for Jamarcus Glover basically inspected the packages and confirmed that it was nothing suspicious. Like think about it. He he's running a house in a neighborhood that's being targeted for gentrification. Right. He probably, like, she was in an apartment building. He probably didn't want his Amazon packages being left on the porch. Yeah. And just had them delivered to a friend's house nearby. And by leaving that off the warrant, that's what got the warrant approved. If they had included that part where someone was like, yeah, but we searched him and it's fine. And it's like if it was was a
3: package that was like, you know, unmarked from, you know, like Ohio and it was just kind of weird and sketchy and wrapped in take But but it's like, oh, hello, fresh. This is like a (laughs) this is a Mandarin chicken salad like you fuck.
1: Yeah, it was a, a completely legitimate thing, but he was one of the last holdouts in this Vision Russell redevelopment plan. Like he rented a house there and wasn't moving and they wanted to tear yeah. that house down.
3: So they had to go rouse them. I don't, this is like no different. Like there's a you know, episode of the Sopranos where they do this. You have to flip some shitty, you know, yeah. they run down houses on HUD, but they're full of crackheads. So they got to go scare them out. They say instead of sending a, you know, gang of local kids with guns, you send the fucking right. authorized legal gang, the police. That's, that's yeah. what
2: happens when it's gentrification and you know, you're trying to protect the vested interests. This kind of, Unfortunately, reveals a slight flaw with just the format of the of the episode today, which is unfortunately that then kind of lumps this very plausible and not that outlandish theory about a real tragedy that happened in with Seth Rich and Hunter <laughs> Biden's laptop and a bunch of other shit. And well, a piece I think of
3: and frazzle drip and yeah,
2: not that it's I, I think an awful thing to happen. It's just you know
1: kind of an unfortunate. Well, I think the unfortunate thing is the stink that people on the left put on the word conspiracy. As if conspiracies don't happen every single day at every single level of life. Yeah. Like, it's not... There's so many turds
3: in the punch bowl, you know? It's too easy to make, like, (laughs) crazy claims and get a shitload of views and disillusioned clicks. You know, like, the the barrier to entry to be, like, a popular conspiracy. You know, it's like you can kind of just, like, Burger King it. There's a template, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: But I also don't know...
3: We're doing that.
1: (laughs) I I don't understand how the left became the side that makes questioning the government crazy. Like... I, well, don't, I will never understand that. Like, even under it, Trump, yeah. all you had to do was say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. And people it, on the left would be like, well, Trump said this, and you got to believe the government. No, I don't. I, no, I mean, on a don't. broad scale,
2: like, you know, talking Cons- about the large, like, I get it because the conspiracy theory landscape right now, and especially the political landscape, it, they are all, the, the people on the right, That is the focus, you know, these conspiracies like that is the that is a major position on like the GOP platform is catering to people who traffic in these things. And so like not that I agree, but I understand why some like people on the left, especially more centrist people would instinctually kick back against something that's being lumped in and associated so heavily with this one side, but yeah, it's un- unfortunate because it brushes legitimate conspiracies totally under the rug.
1: Speaking of conspiracies that may or may not be legitimate, number thirteen, <laughs> yeah, fireworks in the black. Oh, I remember Matter this. Protest. This one
3: like only really makes sense if you lived in one of these places because it was just so goddamn yeah. weird. Like, what was there? A fucking seventy percent off sale on M80s that nobody told me about? I would have been the first to know. <laughs> like, why is yeah. this it's so goddamn loud for three months? Did it yeah.
1: happen where? All of us were living it I was in the South Bay, like I was still LA County, but like way south. I was on the complete
3: other side of LA and yeah, same thing.
1: Yeah, I was I was hearing it. it seemed like they were coming from the mountains, but it was probably south central Los Angeles, obviously.
2: I was in Indianapolis, I didn't hear any fireworks. Mm.
1: They were protests, yeah. But, but
2: yeah, no they fireworks. were it was you, you go
3: straight to guns, you skip the whole you don't need it to look <laughs> novel to or that. fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a constant thing for a few nights there, at least, or maybe even a week or more. Like, especially in L.A. Like, it was just all the time. And the theory that only really circulated by way of a Facebook post, but a pretty well-argued Facebook post. It was a guy who lived in the community, who had lived in the community for a long time. He didn't seem like a crazy person. We'll find it and link to it. I think it's linked to in this Atlantic article. Also, but the theory was that the police were either setting the fireworks off themselves or dropping fireworks off for local kids to set off because they wanted to make these Black Lives Matter protests seem like a nuisance
3: to right. people. Similar and- to the protest where you'd walk past a big uh, f- a pallet of bricks, just like loose, like right. Yeah, I mean there and was I, a ton of that. I was stuff.
2: in the
3: I was in the middle of delivering these bricks, and then I get the protest happened. I had to drop them. There's nothing there now. They're just here. I mean, if you wanted to pick one up, or like the cop car getting flipped over and set on fire, it's like I saw yeah. that. Like I, I saw that with my own human eyes, like you know, 20, 30 feet away. And right. it was still weird. Was like the cop car looked older than like, you know, just a lot of shit was I think there, they, they were like, let's allow this to go out of hand, you know, or like whatever. there, was, and,
1: there in L.A., there, there was at one of the protests in Santa Monica, there was a car parked in front of like Santa Monica College or something. And it just said free on the windshield. <laughs> and there were all these pictures on social media where people were like, do not touch this fucking car. Of course. Like that. But I'm sure. That Friend of mine's dad worked for Bait anyone. Car.
3: He was on the TV, yeah. show, busting people and like that. He was like an auto crime detective.
1: Oh
3: uh, yeah. He had his yeah, big one-liner like, was some guy went, "I gotta go to work in the morning." And he goes, "You're not gonna make it." <laughs> <Right>? I don't <laughs> think you're gonna make it.
2: There was a lot of this sort of nonsense going on in the summer of 2020. Like there was another. There was like the West Hollywood protests where there were just a bunch of unoccupied cop cars. Yeah, we're all unlocked, yeah. like lying down in the middle of the street, just waiting for people to come and steal them and do shit.
3: I was at all these pro, or a lot of these protests. There was a lot of weird shit like this.
2: Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there. I was across the country, but like I was even online. It was easy to see that there were a lot of setups going on.
1: Yeah. And you would hear or read articles that would try and explain this. And one of the things they would lean on is, well, COVID canceled a lot of July 4th celebrations. So there's just all these surplus fireworks that are being sold for cheap. And it's like, man, COVID canceled jobs, too. People didn't have... Money yeah. to spend on surplus fireworks to Summer set of, off during sum- protests in July 2020.
3: Summer of 2020 was not like, "Hey, honey, we're getting the hundred dollar freedom package. It's <laughs> right. eight feet high and shrink wrapped to the gills. It's going to be a whole no. barrel of fun for the family." On yeah, it was especially it was like not- reading a pack of old hot dogs and some fucking warm Sprite. Shut up, right. everybody's going to die.
1: <laughs> and especially not in <clears throat> the areas where these protests were happening. Or at least where the fireworks were happening. Like, those were areas that were especially hard hit by COVID. It's like,
3: come on. I, I, I lived in Echo Park yeah. in uh, right in the border of downtown and for a long time. And I know what a baseline level of fireworks in a firework neighborhood, whatever that means is. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, yeah. there's some neighborhoods, people are always lighting fireworks. Some neighborhoods, it's, uh, I could, they couldn't imagine. This is the fireworkiest neighborhood I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and it would be, you know, let's say on average... A firework a day, you know that means someday there would there would be eight and there would be none for two, three, <laughs> four days, and then there's th- three, and then so that's a lot. This was like four to five to ten fireworks a night for like three weeks. Yeah, it yeah. was strange.
1: It was insane. Number twelve. Speaking of insane, Hammer and Scorecard Ugh. slash Italy Gate. Oh boy, this was one of the early twenty twenty election theories.
3: Yeah. And two of the the worst SNL characters hammer and (laughs) scorecard. I mean, Hans Hans and Franz, they were not.
1: It's also the just the stupidest theory because the way it works is Obama and the Deep State, which sounds like a buddy comedy in the making in and of itself.
3: Or an amazing funk band. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) They built a supercomputer called hammer and a software program called scorecard right and they can use hammer and scorecard together to intercept votes that are cast and change them in any given election now remember the theory here is that obama and the deep state
0: got yeah.
1: this election stealing computer which they then immediately deployed to lose the 2016 election shut the fuck up this is, I bring it up, we've done,
2: <laughs> I don't even know how many fucking episodes about the goddamn election fraud theories, all of them, They none of them intersect, but there's a bunch of them. Yes. And yeah, that's never answered. None of them even try to answer that. And to me, that is vital. You have to answer that question. Why, if this exists, and if the Democrats are so powerful and able to steal elections why did trump win in the first place like before we can progress
1: that has to be the first thing and and it's shocking how that question really is never asked like if no. you even when you read articles that debunk this claim or question this claim they're like and then people will ask well why didn't the democrats use it to win all those down ballot Races, mm. and it's like that's not the question it would be why didn't they use it to uh, stop trump in the first place yeah
3: I, I know why they didn't because they don't want to
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> sure. yeah.
3: because they're I mean, fucking yeah. secretly republicans too and they don't give yes. a shit about you
1: i mean <laughs> we have that, one government
3: mm-hmm.
2: i that is first of all the most plausible explanation that anyone has offered in support <laughs> like of why this would work but also that would help their that they can't say that because then the Democrats can't be the great evil. And if the Democrats aren't the great evil, then why did the election get stolen? You know, like it's it's this Ouroboros, yeah,
3: yeah, circuitous logic.
1: It eventually was revealed if you can believe it, that this theory was the work of a hoax artist named Dennis Montgomery, who once tricked the Bush administration into believing he could detect terrorist signals in Al Jazeera broadcasts, which is funny and also racist and seemingly kind of dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Here's
2: the thing. Yeah, I'm very torn on this guy, just based on... (laughs) Because it's like, on the one hand, I totally support pranking the bush administration on the highest order but on the other hand i don't know if that is a helpful prank
1: no Uh, no not the the al jazeera thing definitely not
2: i don't think so
3: well this one i mean this one isn't either they both have like this a similar political right-wing political agenda yeah you know so this this is like less of a prank and more of like willful disinformation to shift public like will Yeah.
1: yeah number 11 the joe scarborough murder theory <laughs> the incident here goes way back to 2001
3: i never like dived into any of this but i hope that he killed somebody so bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know i was preferred it would that be it cool be that would that be, be fucking killed
3: somebody. great to see him walked away in chains wouldn't you love, with uh, his fucking smug <laughs> mile high 56 year old oh, hair
2: oh but no but it's fallen flat because I, he hasn't I, been able to style it
3: another one yeah. of connor's dubious show business anecdotes is that i heard of a you know a friend of a friend went on a date with him and he tried to order for her like a successful woman in <laughs> entertainment herself and then it's like all, to have the fucking balls to tell this woman what to eat What <laughs> is 50 he a times thousand years old you. yeah it he was did
1: just- kill this woman <laughs>
3: Ever since I heard that, I've been like, I don't need to fucking hear anything this man to listen to anything this motherfucker says. He's a fucking, you know, it's so unbelievably corny.
1: So what happened is in 2001, a 28-year-old woman named Lori Klausutis fainted as a result of an undiagnosed heart condition, and she hit her head and died. And the thing is, she was in Joe Scarborough's office when Mm -hmm. it happened. But I think when people hear that, they're picturing Joe Scarborough sitting behind a huge desk. And this woman comes in, and it all happens there. No, right. no, 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 no. Joe Scarborough had an office in Florida at the time. Right. She had a desk in that office. She didn't hit her head on his desk. She hit her yeah. head on her desk in his office, which was an office with lots of other people. Also, Joe Scarborough was not in Florida at the time, which would make this crime, were it a crime, hard to pin on him. But well, he had someone do it.
3: Well, well he went yeah. out of town and he left all his banana peels in his office. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That'll do
1: had it. Obviously, he an agenda. And after, like, this was a story, you know, when it happened, it's come back from time to time. There's a really unfortunate for Joe Scarborough incident where he apparently made a joke about this to Don Imus before appearing on Don Imus's show. And then Don Imus, like, referenced it on the air. And was like, no, you're a funny guy. You told me about how you killed that woman in your office before we started recording. We did an episode about this, and I think we played a recording of that on the episode. But at the same time, he he wasn't in Florida, and he and this woman had, like, zero connections. Her husband, after Trump started bringing this back up, which that's when it came back out again, was when Joe Scarborough started, you know, talking mean to Trump. And Trump started tweeting about how maybe they should open a cold case investigation about Joe Scarborough.
3: I say we ignore all of that, and we take the Don Imus thing as a confession, and we have him burned at the stake, (laughs) executed. I (laughs) mean— Yeah, in like I a think... big primetime network special, you know, <laughs> the other Morning Joe chick with whatever Mika oh, Brzezinski, yeah. she's watching yeah. in a black dress and like crying, and and <laughs> yeah. like you know, like you belaboring <laughs> platitudes about the American like ideal, you know.
2: Right. This sounds like the television event of the century. I mean, obviously, I think that we should do that. I don't think he killed this woman. He does seem like a massive asshole. He seems like uh, someone who
1: would murder someone. Sure. Yeah,
2: and maybe has killed someone. I'm not <laughs> saying he hasn't. Uh, I
3: think he's a pussy, though. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, don't, I don't think no, he probably. would. I no, mean, probably. I think I he think would. He I think, would, he, I think would he wants to. I think he legitimately thinks about it. But he goes, no, my career is just. I'm poised for superstardom. I'm going even higher. I'm going Dan Rather <laughs> um, big.
2: I, you know, I didn't think about the. Yeah, he is a careerist also, but. Yeah, I don't know. He's the uh,
3: careerist. I mean, he's like went from yeah. like he's a Republican congressman and now he's yes. like a Democratic like anchor that talks shit about Republicans. Uh, but, you know,
2: Democratic. No, he, what, I mean, like, like, know, like, yeah, like preaching yeah. to the
3: choir. Yeah, but in name only a dino.
2: Right. It's just he, he sucks. But like I do hate like this is a thing that happens. You know, it happened to Seth Rich. It's a thing that happens a lot. I hate the tendency of conspiracy of this type to use dead people with As you know props without and their, their political permission. points yeah. and I hate that, and this, that this just m- makes it's so gross
3: this woman's family is like I had to my daughter had this terrible accident you know I mean, imagine you, yeah. you, you someone you love just slips and falls and fucking dies happen yeah, exactly
1: so young her husband I started to mention he reached out to Jack Dorsey at Twitter and asked him to take Trump's tweets down and yeah. Twitter refused
2: Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> that place sucks.
3: Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: All right, number 10. This oh is boy. Th- This one slips in on a technicality. Flat Earth Theory. It's yeah. been around, I mean, technically longer than Round Earth
3: Theory. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: just that it got yeah. corrected a, pretty a, early into the game. Right.
3: That's a pretty good point. <laughs> this is the it's, Grover Cleveland of conspiracy theories because it had right. its time, and then it lost, exactly. and now it's coming back.
1: And it came back, yeah. It has definitely had a moment in the last few years a lot of yes. that a lot of that had to do with oh, rapper bob yeah. who at one point started a crowdfunding campaign to build a satellite that he was <laughs> going to use to prove that the earth was flat he helped promote that crowdfunding campaign with a mixtape yeah. that was all a- about flat earth stuff that the three of us actually did an episode about yeah, and here's the thing: that mixtape was pretty good. It's surprisingly <laughs> listenable. It's pretty good because that's the thing. Bob, aside from this, like, he's, I think he's that if he like, went
3: with a lower target, like if he tried to convince me that there were mole people living underground and that mixtape <laughs> was that good, I might be like, Literally. "Fuck, man, I'm, I'm Bob's the king of the mole people. Fucking, you gotta. We need to start digging. We the, the people demand answers." But a yeah, flat Earth sure, is like a absolutely. big ask. That's asking no, me to, I, you know, a lot of shit.
2: <laughs> I, look, there were ancient peoples before Europeans who knew that the Earth was round. It's very easy, doesn't count observation to find that it's a sphere. Like just by observing the natural world. I mean, look, I don't don't know if we need to go into all of the reasons why the Earth is
1: definitely not
2: flat. But it's a it's a pretty good album. It's a it's pretty if, you're,
1: fun. if you are for some reason still on the fence about oh my God. the the flat earth thing for one. Get on moment, a
3: higher I'm... fence and then yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. And I mean, that sort of implies you can still be saved. So yeah, sure. Along the lines of getting on a higher fence, check out the documentary Beyond the Curve, which is about flat earthers. And it's just mostly like it's a profile of a bunch of flat earthers. But there's also them conducting a series of experiments that they swear are going to prove once and for all that the earth is flat. And every single one of them fails. And they have yeah. some excuse why it failed and they just need to do this thing next. The documentary ends with one of their experiments failing. The earth I is why. not
2: flat. Nope. It's not. <laughs> Look, guys, we settled this hundreds of years ago. We don't need to <laughs> it's fine. It's it's round. It's it's not a flat earth. It doesn't it's make not. any sense. How would it that work? There's no, I'd like, there's no way that that works.
3: Even no, well, you drill through the crust and then you get to the oil, which is in outer space, actually. The, of course, uh, yeah, On sure, the, the sure. other side of the dark side of the plane. Well,
2: no, but then there's also the people who think it's flat, and then they also believe in hollow earth theory. But they also fight the hollow earth and the flat
3: earthers. I like the hollow earth. The hollow earth to me, that's more whimsical. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Conspiracy, like when you talk about there being like a bunch of German gods that like you know hate Jews down there. That's like kind of not really my speed. But when you're like, there's lizards (laughs) with gigantic brains that use telepathy. I'm like, "Mm, okay, cool, yeah. Or like in in, the Jews,
1: yeah,
2: or like in Godzilla versus Kong. It's like there's a bunch of big monkeys and like you know
1: some. I like that.
3: That would be sick. A bunch of fucking Uzaru, you know, saying gigantic gorilla men.
1: Exactly. Yes. All right. Number nine. We've sort of touched on this already. The Navy UFO videos. Yeah. Speaking of fire mixtapes, the Navy (laughs) just cannot stop dropping UFO videos on us, and we just cannot stop not caring. It's wild.
3: I, I think they're totally giving us this cool, crazy shit we thought we'd never get from the government, because it is like obfuscating a much crazier reality, like... Imagine sure. there's four new laws of physics that the people of America <laughs> are legally not allowed to know kind of thing, because that's really right. what you're looking at here, is that there are four new laws of physics, like, or whatever the fuck, that the fundamental way we understand the plane of existence we're on right. is perhaps off or limited in scope. So then they're like, wow, well, yeah, I mean, look at it, We got this I've, it's got to all be for this fucking Space Force shit. More military, industrial, moon base, whatever, like this cloud of satellites with laser beams to stop the, it's just going to, like, we're going to be, whatever gets us to rip more fucking lithium out of the ground in South America. Sure. <laughs> so it's like amazing to see this shit but at the same time i'm going like what the fuck is lockheed skunk work spending that two billion dollars on you know what i mean like uh, how fucking confused are you i really don't think it's that confused
1: well there's there's a couple different conspiracy theories out there along those lines one i don't remember who said it i don't remember what show they said it on or in what (laughs) interview but basically the idea is well the united states like Stripped away some of your freedoms in the name of the Cold War, and then they did it a little more in the name of fighting Islam.
3: Oh, and, and then the next terrorist, next in this false flag attack—it's
1: going to be aliens. That's that's, that's Warner that's von Braun really...
3: on his deathbed. One of the guys. I mean, that, yeah, one of the like oh, the quarter that was Werner von braun the quarterback of operation paperclip oh, the oh that's, tom, com- that's the tom, very
1: comforting to know yeah
3: the tom brady this is all in that Stephen greer doc because it goes through his assistant who he's like hey, okay, I, yeah I, I gotta like say this shit i'm gonna die i need you to write this down for posterity <laughs> we did it first with you know it's and then it's gonna be globalism and terrorism and iraq and then i'm i'm just waiting for that fucking they're gonna bl- they're gonna blow up the golden gate bridge or something with the triangle ufo whatever they got down in the area 51 in the whatever sled they got in the hangar for some weekend cruising and the, you know, and then, and then we'll it'll just, you know, we'll be building this shit. We'll be fucking.
1: Well, the other, the other theory is called project blue beam. And mm. what that is, is supposed to be the United States running this false flag operation where they project something into the sky that can basically be seen everywhere all at the same right, time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And this thing is going to basically explain to people that you know all of your religions were basically dumb like this is actually what happened i have no doubt it's going to be like have you seen ancient aliens what happened is time-traveling white men came back and showed you savages how to right. do it. But the theory is that that's going to be the United States like trying to impose a one-world government under the idea that, well, now we have this to fight. And I don't know. That seems Reagan like a alluded lot. to it. All when, Reagan it. Was getting, listen, when Reagan was getting senile. <laughs> I've said it before, and I will say it again. If that happens, I will be terrified, but also a little proud that it was my country yeah. Did it. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, well, if if they we, if it, fucking did it.
2: No way. But, this is, but again, this is this is just Watchmen. What you guys are describing, like, very, well, yeah, very as much so. as, we covering,
1: as we learned, covering, as we learned, covering. Conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura, sometimes they put things that are true in movies to soften people up for when it happens in real life. Because I know I'm all the way softened up for the scenario played out in Watchmen to happen in real life. I'll be like, oh, it's like the movie. I
3: I think they do put that shit in movies or really plot like Steven Spielberg talked to a guy from like the CIA or from the you know like deep state engineering department or whatever like that came to them when he was making close encounters of a third kind to kind of like discuss details and how this would go and that would go and they've kind of alluded to these conversations but never really talked about the nuts and bolts of them. And it just seems like, oh, yeah, wouldn't that be a good idea? Because then you give the real story to the people who make the fake story. So every time someone sees something like the real story, they'll say, you just saw the fake story, and you did a little LSD, and you or you, you, and your buddies are drunk, and you're making up stuff, trying to get in the paper. <laughs> and it's just another I, way to, a facility with which to gaslight you.
1: The CIA does have a Hollywood liaison office. Of it, it does. Of course does it that. does. It's but also, I, I, don't nec-
3: you know.
2: I don't necessarily want to group the concept of doing research for a screenplay or a film, you know, it's not all nefarious. Sometimes you just want to know how the real thing would happen because it makes your movie more. Like, that movie's really good. I would
3: would encourage you to look up all the 10 conspiracy theories about Steven Spielberg and think about how good of a guy he is if even one is true. So, no, I don't
1: know. (laughs) I mean,
2: sure. I mean, I wonder why there are a bunch of... Yeah, I wonder why there are a bunch of conspiracy theories about... The most popular director in Hollywood who also happens to be Jewish.
1: <laughs> well,
2: I wonder why
3: that do, is. You do have a decent point there.
1: <laughs> Number eight, Strike. First of all, this was the Democrats' fault for hiring a company called CrowdStrike. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad name. It's it's not the name you... Like, you don't hire that name and then tell the world, hi, we're the government and we're working with CrowdStrike
3: <laughs> on this It issue. sounds like riot police.
1: It does. Yeah. It sounds like they're there for bad reasons. This was an early Russia investigation theory, and it had legs for a while, mostly because CrowdStrike's a real thing. I saw a commercial for CrowdStrike the other day, which is crazy. They're somewhere here in California. And they're just like a tech security firm that Democrats hired to investigate the DNC hack that Seth Rich was murdered over. (laughs) Allegedly. And... They eventually determined that Russia did it. But the way this conspiracy theory works is that they determined Russia did it, but they did it by inspecting a server that was in Ukraine. And now Mm. they won't turn that server over to anyone. So what really happened is Ukraine hacked the election, not Russia. And no, the hack in question actually involved like 140 servers, which all had to be taken down. The FBI didn't need the actual servers to investigate it. And if there was even one in Ukraine, hasn't really even been determined. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know how a server being in Ukraine would stop Russia from just like going to Ukraine to do it, you know? It no. Doesn't make any sense?
3: And also, can't no, I mean, those... It might be a dumb question, but can't you sort of put a server anywhere? Like, <laughs> If you were in Russia, wouldn't you be like, "Let's do it on the one from Ukraine and Australia"? <laughs> like, sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know how like the physical access to it would make that much difference.
3: Yeah, to get like an activity log that would seems to be like it would be generated dil- digitally for easy access in some capacity, just for like ease of maintenance and and use with these devices. But you know, out of my depth technically to speculate.
1: Yeah, yeah. it just had a cool name. It's like, of all the conspiracies, it's the coolest name. Oh, it, it
3: sounds very Skynet, like there's something going on yeah. with them. These people want to strike the crowd, you know, that can't be good.
1: Yeah, as opposed to number seven, which is Drip. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. One I've of the most underrated Beatsgate. Muppets, I would say. Drip. Is an offshoot of Pizzagate. Pizzagate does not make the list purely on a technicality. It surfaced in 2016, and all of those incidents you remember also happened in 2016, like the guy yeah. going to Comet Ping Pong to shoot the place up. So, rules are rules, we said, since May 2017. So, Pizzagate doesn't make the list. But Frazzle Drip, which is a division of Pizzagate, <laughs> That surfaced closer to 2018. And the theory here is perfectly simple and perfectly reasonable. There was a video found on Anthony Weiner's laptop that was called Frazzle Drip. And that video depicts Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton torturing and murdering a child in the parentheses non-existent close parentheses basement of comet ping (laughs) pong pizza and at one point they cut the skin off her face and wear it as a mask and they drink her blood and i know people who are unfamiliar must think wow that is some pretty compelling evidence if it's really on video no one's ever seen the video there's videos of people saying i've seen the video and it's horrifying and there is one single screenshot from people who claim they've seen the video. But the video is almost certainly not real. Because if nothing else, the place where it's alleged to have happened doesn't exist.
2: No. But also,
1: I don't think Hillary Clinton wears baby skin masks and drinks blood. Her I, skin I think would she would look a lot look better,
3: better if... if <laughs> yeah,
1: we both, both rush to the same point. Yeah, Jenks, you owe each other a cheese pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
3: Oh, that's uh, a, that's a nice subtle uh, child pornography reference from Adam. Well done.
1: That's that's what. That, oh, yeah. thank you. I'm trying to find thank a you. screenshot,
3: awesome. but uh, you know, obviously Google <laughs> Images is burying it.
1: Well, uh, but also, like, there's no way the screenshot oh, is the, of anything. Yeah, the screenshot is some blurry, like basement surveillance nonsense. There's like, no because there's I, nobody I, has any sort of violence. In no, it. no, but there's I just no, It's nothing. It's blurs and blobs.
3: I know. I want to see like the the brittle piece of evidence that was enough to make this a phenomenon. No, in the first for place. sure.
2: Like, I, I mean, I'm curious.
3: This like but... iPhone three in the dark picture that right, <laughs> just of like two dudes like unloading a bag of pinto beans or something. It's got nothing to do with it,
2: right? I mean, like like this screenshot. If it were damning, a screenshot would be plenty. Of what they are describing.
3: But Hillary Clinton eats babies as like a cultural punchline has reached like a level of saturation to the point where like my aunt Erin has heard of it. So whatever this is, succeeded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the oh, goal sure, here was yeah. to associate Hillary Clinton with you know, and we're here fucking talking about it on our wrap up list for the uh, the the fifteen of the best five years. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they they yeah. they won. <laughs> Good job. This was it is oh, hilarious. The right wing.
2: They've absolutely won in every possible way. I, I definitely wouldn't argue with that.
1: This was one of our biggest episodes, the Frazzle Drip episode. Fucking huge. What, really, I think- it got. significantly more listens than a lot of our stuff
3: the right wing just had such a great political strategy of like fuck everything appoint judges
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: and create
3: like uh, a political uh, circuit breaker of policy where there's now like a super legislature that just goes nope that 400 year old law is not the law
2: yeah it turns out it's really easy to be politically effective if you have no morals and your only guiding principle is to screw over people you hate and you all hate the same people. It's, it turns out that's a really effective organizing tactic.
3: I mean, gotta f- help. tell me what the Democratic Party's organizing tactic is. I'll give you a million dollars. It is not many, as good as that. Like the evil yeah. and people we hate. That is fucking worked since the dawn of time. The, exactly.
2: Yeah. This is the whole problem. Like
3: the, the tax credits for charter schools and renewable energy yeah. spending. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about.
2: Well, and, you know, and even putting aside like the Democrats of the National Party, just the left, even the good parts of the left in general, we care too much about doing the right thing and trying to help people. And people have a lot of different ideas about how that works. And that makes it really hard to cohes in the same way.
3: Yeah, like, let's do a lot of long, difficult work of grassroots political organizing to sustainably build towards a more empathetic and kind future to our fellow countrymen is, like, not as appealing a pitch as, yo, let's get some fucking hilarious t-shirts and some tiki torches and let's go fucking get loud, man. I'm feeling good, dude. (laughs) Fuck these people. (laughs) Like, it's just like one side pitches you a party. The other side says, would you like to do some horrible homework? And everyone just goes, well, I like parties.
2: It also makes it easier to then squeeze out the people who don't want to do either thing. You know, it's like someone in the center is looking at the right. It's like, well, they at least start getting stuff done. They look at the left and it's like, they don't seem to even like each other. So... Yeah, know, it's great. Good times. I've, Good I've, been, de- I've times. been depressed enough in
3: my life. I've thought about the DSA, but it didn't sound fun at all. I bet I'd make one <laughs> pussy joke and get a bunch well, of weird stares. And oh, geez, jeez.
2: Not, not even that like they are just poor organizers. And often as a trying to go for a, a national party, they fall into the same traps as the Democrats and other national parties fall into. All right. Number six. Pizzagate. That's what that was.
1: What? That's what that whole thing that we were just doing was. Yeah, it was it's to gate. gate.
3: Long-winded echo chamber.
1: Number six, <laughs> the 5G weapon theories. Even this before, is a fun one. Yeah, even before people were talking about 5G spreading COVID, which was always one of the most unimaginable Things to me from a deployment yes. standpoint, if nothing else, because how do the people deploying it not get COVID too?
2: from but- a biological standpoint? How are you <laughs> deploying a I, virus I know. I know. over I an actual man? Metro- <laughs>
3: metro- I'm pretty sure if we could put syphilis in Wi-Fi, like we would have already done it to Putin in like a exactly. Fidel Castro yeah. spy versus spy capacity.
1: 100%. Now, the 5G weapon theory was a little different. I get why people were concerned, because there is indeed a military weapon out there called the Active Denial System, and it works using the same type of waves and frequencies that 5G internet operates on. Like, they work on the same spectrum, and this band of (laughs) the spectrum, wavelength, whatever, had never really been opened up for use the way it's being used with 5G. Well, so I get why, like, these concerns seem a little more valid to me than 5G spreads COVID, obviously. This to me sounds
3: like a great plot sure. for like a spy movie or a Batman movie where the Joker yeah, made every yeah. Wi-Fi router in Gotham turn into a heart attack gun and now everyone's Christ. itching from the inside. Like, yeah, just it would cause pandemonium. I mean, this would be like, you know... Imagine if every, like, because supposedly this device doesn't really, it's not really painful, it just makes you uncomfortable. What does it really do to you, Adam? Like, what's the effects of being hit by it?
1: It's like being hit with a microwave, Ray. Everyone knows what that's like, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just, apparently, it it doesn't hurt, but it just makes you feel, like, kind of hot and uncomfortable. Yeah. It's yeah. like nerve induction.
2: It's like, I think it does hurt, but maybe not like, it's just not going to be
1: debilitating. It's difficult
3: to describe way.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. They yeah, say like it's not, it's not actually painful. It's yeah. just like a
3: malaise, like a,
1: a feeling. And in that case, like even if 5G can be used for that, I don't know if I care. Like, well, no, but also <laughs> it doesn't like, mean it's going to be, it doesn't mean using it in that way would necessarily be effective, Right, I don't know. And also just the general
2: technology behind how 5G and cell phone reception works. For one thing, I think most people just don't know or care enough to know specifically how that would be kind of unfeasible to use as a weapon. But also, like, when they say things like it uses the same frequency or the same wavelength that the active denial system does, that's really simplifying things. And it doesn't really, like it uses the same, like when we're talking about waves and these sorts of, it's all like it's segments like same, of the light spectrum. Like, like it's, yeah. it's all light.
3: Flower is going to kill you because it's the same color as cocaine. Like, right. <laughs> it's just exactly. but one like, f- like abstract point of association that they're extrapolating right. a whole like meaning from.
2: But I mean, like, you know, like, Radio waves are light waves. We just call them radio waves because we interact with them in a distinct way that that is separate from how we interact with what we think of as regular visible light. And that's just all, you know, that's all this is going on.
1: It's just science, baby. It's It's just just science. science. And it turns out when
2: your entire philosophy is oriented against anti-intellectualism, makes it easier to trick you on science stuff. Right?
1: All right now we're getting to the top five heavy hitters it's the big time I didn't even put explanations or links for any of these in the notes because I trust everyone on the pod and everyone listening
2: absolutely is
1: full aware of all of these stories number five Hunter Biden's laptop this is one of those stories that everyone was right about and everyone was wrong about right
3: if you're a politician don't let anybody you know have a fucking laptop that's my piece (laughs) of advice It's not going to work out for you.
1: This, I still, we did the episode about this not Mm -hmm. too long ago. And the thing that still blows me away is that the people pushing this theory want it to be accepted as just hard evidence of wrongdoing beyond question. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, this laptop that was turned in was turned into a legally blind computer shop owner who cannot <laughs> identify the face of the person who gave it to him, but does know the guy said he was Hunter Biden. And it's like right there. Yeah. If this is just a regular dude, that case is getting thrown out of court. Like, that's not.
2: Yeah.
3: That is such a like, weird detail that if you were trying to like leak this stuff, would you go to the legally blind guy that could right? identify you? Or if you're Hunter Biden, do you then like, I got to find the legally blind guy so he can't identify me. Like, it kind of makes sense for whoever's doing this. To...
2: Yeah, I do. You do wonder, did he like do research, like maybe go on the Better Business Bureau and be like, uh, this guy's got terrible
3: scores. So let me see. here. <laughs> here's,
1: here's my question. If you're Hunter Biden, do you even bother having your laptop fixed? no i mean right i've, they're like I've never At had that a lap- point yeah throw i've never away, had get a, a new one fixed yeah you can like you can recover the shit off of it
3: right the, your dad got you like deals with saudi aramco he'll get you a fucking laptop dude like don't right
1: <laughs> and the thing is the doubt that that opens up obviously is that someone could have stolen hunter biden's laptop put extra incriminating information on it that wasn't true. And then handed it in to this computer shop. Granted, you'd have to know that the owner of that computer shop is blind. But still, like, I I doubt that they had to file a FOIA request to figure that part out. But no matter what happened, that opens this story up to so much speculation that Republicans were expecting people to just overlook and, like, walk Hunter Biden directly to prison without a trial. right? (laughs) Right.
3: Which would have been hilarious. (laughs) Very funny. Very, very funny.
2: Yes. But like, I think part of the problem that they ran into, like an obstacle, is that they not only needed to prove that Hunter Biden was guilty of doing something illegal, which I think from everything that we know about Hunter Biden is like really easy. That would be very easy to do. But like they also needed him to have done something very illegal in such a specific way that it would also hurt Joe Biden. And right.
3: uh, he only did the, pretty illegal stuff like meth right. and sex workers, yeah, which that, is pretty right, illegal. Exactly. But everybody knows somebody that does meth or sex work, you know, especially if you right. work he's, in Washington. And, like,
2: he's definitely, you know, done drugs and like he's definitely – fucked up and i'm sure he's done some business here's the thing
1: the things that republicans accuse him of he did like the emails that they say exist exist and they've been confirmed to be real what doesn't exist and i think we can couple this with the number four entry which is the russia investigation at this point what doesn't exist in hunter biden's laptop is proof that joe Biden knew anything about right. it, and it's the same thing with the Russia investigation, where people on the left were like, "Fuck yeah, that's going to take Trump down," and it turns out, yeah, his campaign probably colluded with Russia, but they weren't going to involve Trump in it, right? Like that's how you keep yourself president or you keep yourself vice president—you don't get involved in this shit. They but wore a condom. I don't have any doubt that
3: you, <laughs> fucked you, you know? Yeah, like, right.
1: Like it, it was just frustrating okay. because Trump would. Basically,
2: like, incriminate himself in many ways, but those are not admissible, like, in the same way.
1: Yeah, it's very frustrating, but the law is the law. I mean, yeah, o- no, I know. OJ Simpson was acquitted too, and I think that was the justice system working the way it's supposed to. Right. They, they absolutely they, they did agree. not prosecute him properly, and he got off. That's how it's supposed to work. And yeah, the Russia investigation and Hunter Biden's laptop feel like they feel like partners to me. Oh, well, like, yeah. The one is retaliating for the other. Yeah, basically. well, no in I, part the Russia like, investigation. And I, I think the retaliation for the Russia investigation is that there's still an ongoing investigation into how the Democrats handled right the Russia investigation, which still hasn't completely which run its course. We
2: didn't we did a whole episode on did not make the list is just nonsense. Very hard to follow at all.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where they keep releasing evidence and details and indictments and they're like, it's not going to take down the Democrats. Like it might take down a Democrat or two from time to time. Like the Hunter Biden thing, a couple people have gone to jail over Hunter Biden dealings, but nothing that serious.
3: the the Mueller report and the whole Russian investigation is why I stopped following politics. If you remember that episode of The Simpsons with Poochie in the episode where he's, it's all, Wait, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? That was... The experience for like (laughs) two years of just when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? Robert Mueller has gone home to his home planet. And I thought, why? How could I be so stupid that I let anybody convince me this would be consequential or even interesting, even interesting to follow on like a political scandal tabloid Watergate level? Like it just fucking wasn't right.
2: It wasn't interesting. It was consuming like it just unfortunately like, was a black hole of attention.
3: Of speculation and points of interest that could, like, be interpreted like tea leaves any million number of ways. And I still have no idea. And having spent so much of that time, like, quote-unquote, learning about it or following it, I feel at this point like I know nothing about what happened.
1: That speaks to the other thing that bothered me about it. Yes, it was pointless and didn't really lead to anything. But also, after it came out, you'd have all these people, like, elected officials who would go on TV or get in front of their people and be like... I read all of the Mueller report. And it's like, motherfucker, it's like 400 pages. better. Like, you goddamn well better have read the Mueller report. And here's the thing. The reason they're saying that is because most people probably did not, because that's too many pages. And it's like, that's like a short Stephen King book. You can get (laughs)
3: through
1: the Mueller report in a week, probably. Less than that, if you put your nose to the grindstone. Yeah.
3: I read Prisoner of Azkaban in like three days when I was like 10, so, you know. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. I read all the Hunger Games books in a week. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. And, and how old were you when you did this? I was in my thirties. Wow. <laughs> that's
3: that's how Adam says thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably. So yeah, that was number five and number four. The Russia investigation. Yeah. And in Hunter Biden's laptop. Number three, I guess this probably could have been number one. COVID <sighs> is a bioweapon or any any pick your COVID conspiracy. COVID's right. not real. COVID's bioweapon. Pretty defining conspiracy theory of our time of the
2: decade so far
1: COVID's not real was
3: my favorite I met a few COVID's not real people like pretty deep in the game
1: (laughs) yeah that's
3: fun I love that it's like I was jealous I was like he really doesn't think it's real
1: (laughs) no no one actually died I was just in Omaha Nebraska and you're not gonna believe it but I ran into a COVID denier there I was at a record store and well let me get a record scratch (laughs) what
3: a COVID denier in Omaha
1: I walk in this record store and I was wearing a Mariah Carey hoodie and this guy who was working there goes, man, are you really a Mariah Carey fan? I was like, yeah, I fucking love Mariah Carey. I was like, in fact, the last thing I did before COVID was go see what turned out to be Mariah Carey's probably last concert in Vegas. And I was like, I can't believe I was in Vegas that deep into it and didn't get COVID. And he just goes, oh yeah, I don't even think COVID is real. (laughs) And... Immediately upon him saying that, one of the other customers just makes a beeline for the door. And when he leaves, the other woman working goes, have a good day. And the guy goes, I'll be back when he's gone. And then this guy is unfazed by that happening and just carries on. And he said something like, I think when people were getting the vaccine, they were actually like getting the crumbs of COVID. He used the phrase crumbs of COVID. And he said he never got a vaccine and he never got COVID. And he thinks that's why he didn't get COVID. Because he never got the vaccine. He never it's got any like, of those
3: crumbs in his system. It's no, like, Which yeah. is kind of how a vaccine works. I don't think that's it how- It is. The, it's not, <laughs> he was it's, just
2: describing a vaccine. It's not
3: how the COVID vaccine works, I don't think. At least the ones that we have in America. I think there's no. one out of country that's got a little bit of the vi- weakened virus. But he like was half remembering like fifth grade, like seventh grade right. science class. Yeah. And then like, you know, just putting a little bit of his own, uh, you know, Facebook feed theories on it. That's what I, I love people that are individual conspiracy theory. Like I, nobody really right. put this together for me, but I've just decided. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a whole like lab leak aspect of it, too, that everyone was like, this is so jingoistic. How could we even suggest this about the Chinese? And then it was uh, from what I my cursory understanding is that it looks very likely that it was like leaked out of a, a lab in some some form.
1: Yeah, I've always had a problem with people not differentiating between China created this as a weapon and unleashed it on us, and it may be escaped from a lab in China. Those Just are two totally regular errors, you know. Like- yeah, one thing is a thing ah. that can very much happen, sure. at a place, and the other is a nefarious conspiracy theory. And I, mean- I don't know that it would make that much of a difference if that's how it happened we would just know how it happened they were
3: having bats for lunch and they had one perfect cooked one nested on top of the dumpster that no trash had touched and a passerby just needed a snack
1: yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It sounds like the less racist option than someone ate a bat. <laughs> what? Yeah. God, that, I mean, like, sure.
3: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know what people eat. Like, I couldn't really comment, but yeah, it is a little.
2: Look, like, I just got to say, I I would have to do a lot of, you know, what conspiracy theorists like. I would have to do a lot of my own research before I could come down on that Opinion, but of course it's not totally illogical. The problem is that ninety oh, percent of the people who are pushing it are huge racists. <laughs> like, and when, when that's where most of the people, most of the people who are saying these things, then that
1: makes it tough. Yeah, then, but it's still not. Yeah, I don't understand how it's so inconceivable to people that an accident I'm, could happen at a fucking lab. I'm and, not and saying cut- it's inconceivable. I said the opposite. Well, that's I said it's, ex- but it's weird. Well, I the nuance
3: know. of it is like just, the right wing guys that had those conspiracy theories about how this is China, China, you know, whatever, like yeah. poison all of us. It's like, seems like they might have been right ahead of time for the wrong reasons, I guess. It's sure. like, you know, just maybe I, the case.
2: And look, again, I'm not saying whether or not this is a valid theory to have, and I have I said that it is not completely unlikely. It's just, I think, that, yeah, it's tricky territory that I don't really... I, yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's necessary. If, like you said, and I agree, that it doesn't really matter, really, then I don't really
1: need to even... I mean, it would matter for, like, knowing how it happened and how to prevent it in the future. And I feel like... I don't know. The way people jump to... That part of it being, oh well, that's what the racists say. It's like, is it oh, like? Have you looked into it enough to know that only the racists are pushing that particular one? Because I get well, the China well, created it and released it, it as a weapon. I'm not I, I saying, saying only. I'm I think just is, saying most.
3: This is and the problem. I'm with, right with everything. And yeah, even if it is Citation most, needed. but whatever it is, you you want to have like if you want to have an opinion about something or you want to get involved in a hobby or a community. Like I love playing Yu Gi Oh cards. Guess who the fuck I hate the most? Yu-Gi-Oh card players. Oh, my God, these people stink. Oh, yeah. I don't want to spend yeah. a second of my life with them. So, you know, I never play Yu-Gi-Oh. I think Corvettes <laughs> are cool. Guess what? I would yeah. never buy because everyone has a Corvette is a fucking douchebag. I'd be too embarrassed. I'd be too self-conscious. It's like sure, yeah, you sure. don't get to like, like internally the group that you are associated. With, you know what I mean? It's just it's I just, don't
2: disagree. And again, I'm not coming down one way or the other on the validity of this theory. I'm just saying, as I said, to to start off this rant, I have to really read into this. I have not read anything convincing, but that doesn't mean I've read everything.
3: I haven't and... read anything, and I'm here talking about like I know about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I well, haven't... isn't that lovely? I've tried trying to I be haven't... so. That's the thing. I haven't read anything super convincing on either side of that argument. <laughs> sure. As far that's as how where I feel. It but like, I never saw I, again, a
3: conclusion, really, but
1: it's it just also, seems like something not... that we don't know yet.
2: But, you know, it also killed a bunch of Chinese people. And so, but you that's, know,
1: again, that's not I'm not what saying we're saying we're I'm, I'm not I'm, saying it was neither of us are saying, but you just said it killed a bunch of Chinese people. Well, I did. Yeah, it would if it, escaped it did for, if it escaped from a lab in China, why wouldn't it?
3: And also, even if the Chinese government did no leak say, it to again, kill America, again, again, who cares like, if I they know, kill a like, few Chinese people? They don't care. Again,
1: no one is saying someone intentionally smuggled it I, out of a lab I, I know, and threw it that. at a bat. I know that. Like it's just that it was a I'm an saying if they did,
3: they wouldn't care how many people in Wuhan it killed at all.
2: I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, look, I'm trying to be pretty even-handed here. I feel like I'm being very fair to this theory. No, I'm
3: Did just, you just apply for know. a job at splitsider.com or something? What are you <laughs> t- terrified about?
1: I'm just saying the point about it also killing Chinese people doesn't really matter as far as the lab leak thing. Like a no, Sure.
2: Okay. Like I misspoke then. I don't know.
1: I'm just jamming. We're just hey, we mentioned, you know, sometimes the people who promote a theory are also people that you don't necessarily want to like or get along with. <laughs> What's interesting about our number two theory is that I feel that way kind of newly about people on both sides of the QAnon theory. Sure. First of all, I guarantee mm. everyone who's really into QAnon who hears that it's number two. Is up in arms. And let me tell you, that's why. Fucking QAnon people, at this point, obviously one side is more dangerous. And that is the <laughs> side that believes QAnon and will eventually execute elected officials <laughs> on the fucking White House lawn. But then there's that other side that I feel like consumes QAnon content about as much as QAnon believers. Mm-hmm. And man, whenever we talk about QAnon, inevitably there will be a comment that's like, man, this podcast did a four-hour episode about that. You should listen to it. And it's like, bitch, I have a job. I'm not, (laughs) I don't have that much time to dedicate to QAnon.
3: Yeah, no thanks. This might be a bad time to tell you about my new children's project, Anon, where (laughs) where Blue the dog gives you (laughs) Q drops and asks you to look into it. No pepperoni pizza school lunch uh, this week. I think the Democrats are blowing the supply chain crisis, Uh, you know, something you might want to think about. Timmy. Yeah. No, the, you can get so sucked into something that you realize by hating it, you are now as big a fan of it as the people who love it. Absolutely. Yes. Instead of even getting to have the community of all your cute, like fucking believers. And you guys know that you're going to be hanging out with Donald Trump at uh, fucking Mar-a-Lago someday talking about how you won the civil war. It's like, you don't, you don't (laughs) get even get to have that fantasy, that camaraderie. You, you, it's just a bunch of other like 42 year old, like too smart for their own good. Woke scolds with like degrees. They aren't using that don't fuck their wives and haven't had fun in 15 years once they stopped doing drugs so it's like well pick your fucking poison do you want to have like for, like no fun being right or do you want to die of covid being wrong with all the other unvaxed people in the field with drinking bud lights like people just yeah. want like a community and yeah i think some people like just you feel like they're so sensible or they can't get into any of these things they just end up in their little islands of like i'm an expert on why those two 19-year-old like, kids are fake lawyers and trying to start, you know, it's, it's like, oh my, you fucking, this is your life. Is <laughs> your whole life is cataloging yeah. reasons that this is bad? That's yeah. Ex- yeah, it's
2: exhausting. It, it, and it's a disease that the last five years, basically, six years has kind of exacerbated. Yeah, that's why I personally don't think about QAnon until I am compelled to for this show. <laughs> I otherwise, don't think about it at all. Yeah, really. I don't.
1: I don't find it entertaining. No, like it's not a true crime drama. Like it's it's undoing our fucking democracy, it's and it's probably going to yeah. get and it's people like a LARP. Murdered.
3: Like you know, the guy that's yeah. actually Q also sucks. You know what I mean? Like that guy's yeah. not really even that interesting. <laughs>
2: There's no one. Or yeah, girl. It's like it could be a just girl. Some...
3: <laughs> <laughs> or whatever,
2: or like it's a bunch of people, and they're all boring, and that's why they do it, because they need to make their lives interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, if you, like if you need to have a cult, you're, it's never somebody that like, like was all, like, it wasn't like Tina Turner, like brought everybody right. out to the, t- like, oh wow, she's really got some, <laughs> some talent, and some, you know, something. It's like, you suck already, you find people that yeah. also suck, and you get a fucking hive mind going until something happens. Tina it's like, Turner should have started a cult.
1: Get this obsessed about the Catholic Church. Price, yeah. we take that one on next.
3: Get this obsessed about finding a job you like, you know, <laughs> or like a, a, somebody to fuck. Like, yeah, get obsessed with like I don't know, being healthier. Like, yeah. <laughs> learning, helping le- your community. Learn to throw knives. Like, 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 stop just playing right. Overwatch and be yeah. the best oh, Overwatch yeah, totally. player. Like, like, have they passion in your
2: life. I mean, the QAnon followers definitely need to start learning how to throw knives. <laughs> you can't see that backfiring.
3: Well, you know, as a sport knife thrower myself know. who exercises proper safety, I I understand your joke, but not all knife. Thank guys. you,
2: thank you, thank you for understanding my joke. I appreciate it. I would only use a knife.
3: Only for home defense, and the only I would only use it for home defense because it would be funny to see how it would not actually work at all. Like just the burglar. It would getting be a very hit hit inefficient of a form of defense. It's it's you just should like,
1: just hold the knife.
3: Thanks for the free knife is probably what he would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, a knife is a thing you can use more than once if you just keep exactly. it in your hand. <laughs> Just
3: To me, they're shank. like Kleenex. Pow, give me another one. <laughs> Boom. One more.
1: So, yeah, sorry. QAnon's number two. And here's the thing. The more I think about it, what I have at number one should be number one.
3: Yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: That is the death of Jeffrey Epstein. 100%.
3: There is so much. A we, guy around here we like to call Jeff. <laughs> that was David Spade's joke when we did our uh, Jeffrey Epstein memorial.
1: <laughs> fucking...
3: Yeah. He said, Here's a look at a guy we like to call Jeff. <laughs> a guy we call Jeff.
1: The death of Jeffrey Epstein is one of the shadiest moments in American history. My I mean, I, God.
2: I, I said it at the time. It, it's a defining conspiracy theory of our generation. It's it's, it's I think so. massive. Well it's it has changed how so many people think about conspiracy theories. It's the
3: avatar of conspiracy theories. There was never yes. a movie this big. You know what I mean? Everybody fucking saw it for some reason. We all were paying attention Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. And I gotta say And it
2: hasn't had quite the cultural, you know, hold that you think it should, but the sequel's still gonna make a lot of money. So I was
3: gonna say I just want to give my sincerest congratulations to the, the deep state whoever for its, the way they swept this one under the rug. It was pretty masterful the obfuscation sure, yeah. of the whole thing. The gaslighting, everything was just textbook. George H.W. Bush was smiling upwards from hell as he watched this unfold. He couldn't have done it better himself.
2: It was just like, it was one of those things where when he died and we did an episode about it, it felt like a foregone conclusion. And like so many people just without, there was no outrage. It was
3: more just people
2: were just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. I get that they probably, someone killed him. Like, they, it's not surprising. They
3: barely even tried to hide it. And to cover up that, they barely even tried to cover it up. So it's yeah, like, it's
2: their excuse uh,
3: was you're crazy rank for and, looking at it. Whatever. The,
2: the excuse, like the reason that they provide to explain why it wasn't a conspiracy, was rank incompetence. They're like, yeah, we didn't, you know, he was on suicide watch and we turned our back for a second. And, and like, you know, yeah. it's just. Then that's how you know it's real, is that they can't defend it.
1: Yeah, that's always such a convenient excuse is oopsie. We didn't know. You know the only person I've ever seen.
3: Argue that Jeffrey Epstein did kill themselves. I've seen one serious argument that Jeffrey Epstein did kill himself. And I've read all the like, I've read like the minute to minute, every single piece of documentation you could read about his life in that jail cell up until he died, I've read. And this is the only case I've seen is a guy who was a remote viewer (laughs) who said he astral projected to (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein's jail cell and said he was alone. So... Um, wow. If, if anyone That's wants to compelling. speak to speak to a spiritual medium or a psychic guide on the subject, I'd be interested to hear if you could corroborate their findings. But other but than that, that I think every truck driver and fucking janitor in America <laughs> thinks that this motherfucker was killed. Like, yeah,
1: I know that... I know one person who I think still believes Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, but I don't respect or trust him. So
2: it's <laughs> here's the thing like even with the remote viewer, you know, they saw that he was alone, but that doesn't preclude that someone was there forcing him to kill himself. Which is,
3: you know, no, I'm gonna walk out of this room. If you room think and you're gonna himself. kill yourself, and if and if you don't, then I'm gonna kill you tomorrow, or what? You know, whatever. Or
2: whatever. I mean,
1: you know, yeah. i don't know. Yeah. That,
3: oh, and then the guy that was the guy that was in the cell with him died pretty promptly afterwards. He probably wasn't even done yeah. spending the fifty grand he got.
2: <laughs> like I don't know who killed him specifically, but. I mean, I think we got a pretty solid list in his little black book. And, you know, I think you just start from there. If you go on Wayback
3: Machine, you can find archives of Jeffrey Epstein's website. And if you want to read his really, if you want to hear how dumb he was, you can read his blog posts about science and like scientific advancements. Oh, my God. And it's it's clearly just like a guy on cocaine who's read like two magazines and is just fucking pontificating. Jesus. Because I, I love this aspect of him where he was just this socially, this, like, garish over-the-top douchebag with, like, yeah. penis artwork in his house and all this, like, really aggressive shit, and he'd be Ooh. talking with scientists when there was a lull in so he'd go, but what does that have to do with pussy? Like, he, wa- he was <sighs> James Bond of his own mind. There's a great article about a guy right. who called every person on that little black book and just said, hey, you know, these people hung up. I t- he talked to one woman for a really long time. He said that she had, you know, kind of gotten to know him, become friends with him, and one day he. He gave her a book about, like, this is basically, like, the fucking playbook. This is what life's all about. And it was, like, a kind of pulp dime store novel. I forget the name of it, but it's about, like, a horny spy who just gets into, like, sexploit missions around the globe. It's it's very fucking strange. So he's just, yeah, he's he's this, like, billionaire Bruce Wayne Playboy, I don't think that guy, that guy, that guy had he, he didn't entertain defeat once. Everything I read about, him, he was just waiting for his lawyers. He was, you know, kind of nervous yeah. about it, but he just like, nah. he knew he had the world by the string. He got in one sweetheart deal. I mean, however it was yeah. going to happen, he'd horn swallow his way out of this one. This was
2: not the first time he'd been in trouble for this. And he was the craziest thing about Epstein, the thing that is always drives me nuts is that it wasn't even a secret. People knew for years. Decades people knew about this guy, and the I don't think it was even with.
3: though at the level of like societal saturation as like the Louis C.K. stuff because I knew about that stuff in like 2012, 2013. Sure, you but know, that also was, Jeffrey Epstein yeah. was, uh, was like a little bit deep. Like, I, I know, I know, like Chelsea Handler went to his house and fucking didn't like really know what his deal was. And she had a great joke with Sunny and Woody Allen, where she asked them how they met. But uh, I, I just, I think he like was able to play both sides of it pretty well. And it got to a point after the second the the first arrest rather, where everybody knew. And then it's like, who's still hanging out with him at that point? <laughs> you know, like Bill Gates, right? right. Okay, this guy, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just well, yeah, this it, is the number it's... one conspiracy there's the last five years because it's like incontrovertible proof of like some level. of... Of sexual blackmail yes. exploitation in the, the yes. CIA going all the way back to midnight climax in the 70s, you know, with all and the horror houses in San Francisco. Yeah.
1: And it's exactly why I don't respect the QAnon theory. Yeah, because mm-hmm. this, exactly. Like, it it you're, suggests you're such a horrifying sub narrative for. Yeah, well, you're out here claiming that there is this global cabal of elites who engage in sex with kids. Mm -hmm. And then you think the guy who's going to rescue you from it is the dude who's literally in a video with Jeffrey Epstein at a party pointing at young girls and like leaning over and talking to him about yes it. he's been on his island he's been on his plane there's like copious evidence like the cognitive dissonance there like put yes. that QAnon energy into fucking Jeffrey Epstein like we need yeah, yeah. the Jeffrey Epstein he needs a street team specifically yeah
3: and it wasn't supposed to the Glenn trial. Because that was, you know, just about getting some recompense for the many victims of yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. So I think people kind of wanted all this to see all the loose ends there. And it was just focused on the actual allegation of what actually fucking, you know, happened to these right. people and taking care of them. You, you know, you got to see some funny old pictures of Jeffrey and Ghislaine and, you know, the coolest outfits you could buy in 1994. Oh, of course. Looking very friends. so I'll be there for you by the fountain. <laughs> But, you, you know, you didn't we didn't get to see all that fucking this amazing shit that's got to be there. All these like sealed names and, you know, the yep. CD with Bill Clinton's name on it and the safe and all this fucking wild shit. I mean, for sure. So, I mean, that stuff is I mean, we didn't know about MK Ultra till when, Adam? It was like 30 years. I mean, you got to hope we'll live yeah, long was, enough to see so, a, well, a few more tidbits about this come out because you're only we're only going to get tidbits here and there. You know, eventually. Well, but
2: no, but it's like if we found out about MK Ultra, but there had already been this massive conspiracy theory that was about like the deep state is mind controlling people like you know like there's not really a comparison with QAnon but like the fact that QAnon they're very specifically about this like pedophile cult among the elites and that's what Epstein is and it's <laughs> yeah. it just well, doesn't ring at
1: all
3: and they, they're like yeah he's part of it it's the same way like Islam is like yeah Jesus was a prophet too but Muhammad is a guy <laughs>
1: Well, a, a really weird thing happened. I did an episode back in 2019, and I want to believe it's just a coincidence that for the first time in that building I was in, someone went through my trash the next day. Oh, but yeah. Mm. Back in 2019, the FBI released a bunch of documents pertaining to this group called the Finders.
3: Fuck. That's, and we, yeah, that was a we did an episode. episode
1: of this podcast about the finders called the new MK ultra. We actually did two of them. We did a a longer one in 2019 and it was based on these FBI files. And basically these two guys were pulled over in Tallahassee, Florida. They were wearing suits. Like they look like feds, but they were also driving a van with six, disheveled-looking kids who were, like, visibly dirty and malnourished. They had a early 80s computer with a modem that they were able to use to talk to their shady network. And basically, everyone who investigated it came to the conclusion that it was a child sex trafficking ring. And then the investigation got kicked up to the CIA, and the CIA shut it down. And... In researching it, it seems like what it was, was the CIA set up this group as like a propaganda media outlet, which they did all the time. I'm sure they still do. This group, actually, I found them on a congressional roll call or like a list of approved publications like a congressional list of approved publications, Mm -hmm. like in between these two incidents, one happens in 87, one happens in, I think 92, where both times people try to investigate this group because they're like, this is a fucking sex cult. And it seems like what it really was, was the CIA set up this media group basically, and just kind of didn't pay much attention to it. And it spun off into a child sex trafficking Ring. And when this investigation got to the CIA, they were like, nope, we are not investigating that anymore. Like, where's mm-hmm. the fucking energy being put into stuff like that? Like, yeah, just right. these two
3: glimpses just those two times they stopped him and let him go you know and then we just what who knows how fucking deep that rabbit hole goes it's just those two right. police reports and then i mean go back and listen to the the second episode we did like
1: at one point they executed a search warrant and found a school a preschool that this group had set up that had underground tunnels that connected to another building and it had a security system that was run just by flipping light switches. So if they needed to say get the kids out of this building and into an adjoining property and get them away, they could do it really quick. Why? Wow. Why did they He's, have that? Yeah. Like, and and then saying the
3: same thing that they said about Epstein the first time they gave him the slap on the wrist. I think the quote was "It's above my head" or "Above my pay grade." You know, like it ah. comes down from comes down from the top kind of kind of excuse or whatever that he was. Like yeah. saying uh, And it, yeah The same, same thing here Where it's like I oh, we'd love to in this game. That's secretly us In a fake mustache So
1: uh, <laughs> Yeah it's just Jeffrey Epstein feels like Someone who got away With so much He had to have Some degree of Government protection Be oh, it yeah American government Israeli that government That guy's so good At skateboarding British He must be sponsored Russian you know? government Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I also feel the same way about Michael Jackson. So take take what I say with a grain of salt, but sure. I also well, I still don't feel for- that way about Michael Jackson. But
3: there's people a lot of people make the message uh, connection with uh, Robert Maxwell and uh, all that with, as, with Jeffrey as to who he was working for, but kind of you know it doesn't matter. it's like it's if, yeah. if, cause yeah. it's like if one country's doing it, you know they're all doing it because they all have to compete right. with each other. you know it's like well until Southwest started giving out honey roasted peanuts, you got Jack shit on Delta like you know whatever. <laughs> right
2: Well, and they're not making him like keep sex slaves like that's his thing. He wants to do that. Like right. they and they're taking advantage of that, sh- and that's gross. If that's true, then sure. But yeah, he he did that stuff. Is on his own.
1: Yeah, and it, like we were talking about MK Ultra, one of the commonly known things about MK Ultra in the '60s that people just throw out there, like, hey, isn't this a fun tidbit? The CIA ran brothels in San Francisco so that, as part of MK Ultra. In the 60s. Climax. And people are just like, oh, that's weird. No, it's not. Where did they get the girls? (laughs) How like how did that happen? They just had a stable of sex workers or I'm sure they just went out and like handed out cards and said, hey, you want to fuck for the CIA? Right. I doubt it. Absolutely. Very creepy. And so, yeah, that's why Jeffrey Epstein is number one on this list and in our hearts
3: unquestionably if it wasn't number one I would have argued with you I'm actually in the I've been in the process for years of I want to get a painting commissioned and it's me and Jeffrey Epstein like we know each other and we're best friends to get a party or anything in his house just just hang in my home I think that would be cute
2: (laughs) yeah that sounds great
3: I think it's the kind of of thing that Jeffrey Epstein would have had in his house Yeah. Honestly,
1: it's something really and, tacky and, and stupid like that. God, and who and who wouldn't you want to model your life after? Like? It would it would be better if you could do it like that picture of Jack Torrance at the end of The Shining. Oh <laughs> where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just a, and then people see that when they come in your home, right. and then when they leave, you hand them I was, one. I was hoping right. for a wall of except like dictators the, ex- and
3: horrible people. You know, it was just be be except every...
1: the one you hand them when they leave, or they're <laughs> in it.
2: It would. Or how about one of the famous pictures, like the one of the of like Ghislaine with Elon Musk or you know Epstein and Trump hanging out? But you Photoshop yourself into the background,
1: <laughs> like kind of like like hmm? hiding your face. I like
3: I like the one <laughs> oh, no. of him Ghislaine, and I think it's Harvey Weinstein because they're all super dressed up for some really fancy. So yeah. they just look like they're in like a high school play. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, oh, fun assholes. Times. Well, this was a very fun episode. Thank you both for doing it. I know it went a little longer than we expected. No, this is great. Yeah, it's fun. But it's the 200th. Got gotta blow it out. Connor, I hope you'll come back for some, some more episodes in the future.
3: Oh, yeah. Hit me up anytime, man. I love the conspiracy. The sh- like I say, I love those long haul truckers. You know? I, know, I know you've missed me for some reason. <laughs> Absolutely. So. <laughs> Here I am.
1: Hell yeah. And you know me and Olivia will be back. Yep. Well, Olivia for sure. I don't know. Like, if I can talk Connor into it and, you know i might just take off
2: (laughs) okay sure whatever (laughs) i'm like look who am just down i like to talk
3: and now i feel like i've been set up on a weird date like eh? (laughs) you know you know you you two will be running this place when i die someday and we're like dad
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's our episode thank you again for doing it what do we have to plug before we get out of here connor how about you
3: nothing Follow me on the internet <laughs> at Connor McSpadden. Connor with two N's, two O's. M-C-S-B-A-D-D-E-N.
1: Olivia, how
2: about yeah, you? Yeah, nothing. That is also zero to plug.
1: I guess I have nothing to plug. I was hey, on, I was on the
3: season <laughs> three finale. Segment.
1: I was on the season three finale of History's Greatest Mysteries. Go watch. There that. you go.
3: That's a real plug. Big old it's Talking Head over here.
1: Tylenol murders. And Damn, I was really happy with how it came out. Awesome. That I didn't get to wear a hat, so. No, Get ready to see the, the Tylenol, tylen-
3: like the name of a gangster or a rapper or something. Like you had a nickname, or
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember they put like someone poisoned the about- Tylenol. Yeah, someone put cyanide. That's why all of the stuff we have that has safety seals on it. That's yeah. why that's why we have safety seals now. Is this that the someone chick just that went around
3: fucking ruined Halloween too after 9-11 and made our parents check for razor blades? So it took forty five minutes to have a peanut butter cup.
1: Kind mean, of yeah. I don't think that's post
2: nine. I feel like that's been going on for a while. No, the, the Chicago Tylenol blades. murders are no. The tylenol
1: I, are absolutely why the Halloween yeah. candy stuff started too. Yeah. yeah, someone just went around the Chicago area putting cyanide in Wow, that's tylenol insane! Capsules
3: I, I've never heard of that. Yeah.
1: Putting the bottles right back on the shelves and
2: It and caused like a huge panic.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it also killed. A whole it bunch also of killed people. people. I mean, <laughs> And here's the thing. They think Ted Kaczynski might have been. He's, oh, he's really? one of the suspects. They never they never caught the guy. Yeah, and they never caught him. Ted, Ted Kaczynski is a compelling case for it. But that. watch the episode. Watch but he it. He seemed like such a level-headed guy. Right? I know. Dead. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Connor, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.